Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Motion Show on The Face Radio with me, Joe Dwyer, and Stuart Diebel. Stu, we're coming to you uh, in association with our sponsors, DRC Shipping, who it's uh, great to have on board for our second show with them. How have you been, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, yeah. Busy old month, you know. Trying to uh, calm down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that all the details of the last month will prevail over the next two hours where we will bring in you the best in music and funny when it's going through the songs we was both picking today there's a lot of well I wouldn't say any of it's obvious you know nothing what we do is obvious I think but uh, there's a lot of sort of tracks that a lot of you may not have heard of or you've heard the artist but not the track so um, I would say that uh, we're the teachers of internet radio today (laughs) Uh, and um, you know some of you need to get at the back of the class already, I can see. <laughs> um, yeah, that was two tries. Frank goes to Hollywood. I was thinking about him uh, recently. Uh, three number ones they had in 1984. Their first three singles were all number ones. And two tries was number one for nine weeks. And what they wow. did, what they did is they kept remixing, sending out remixes. There'd be a new 12-inch every two weeks. Massive campaign. It was phenomenal. I mean, I must have bought three or four different 12 inches like some of the mixes are there's some of them talking in it you know right. like the scousers the three scouts well they're all scousers but the three lads in the backing you know like the bass drums and uh guitar and uh just uh, having a crack on that and um it's, it's well worth listening to for uh i don't know it's not nostalgia but just to hear the way that they all sort of interact with each other could you imagine trying to do that now they'd be coming out sort of three months after one another yeah i know it's, it's, it's yeah nine weeks is quite uh quite mad but yes and, and coming up what we're doing now we've got uh now this is a track right by corinne bailey ray which, I've, I've never heard this song right, and you've not heard no. this right so right we, i won't talk about it then let's hear it tom Transit Queen, tell us about it, Stu. Well, I heard this on the radio, and I wasn't <laughs> expecting when they, whoever it was who um, played it, probably Lamac, 
I wasn't expecting the words Corin Riley Bailey Ray to come out after uh, hearing it. Punk rock by uh, Corinne there, it seems. And um, she's got a new album coming out called Black Rainbows, which is out on the 15th of September. And um, apparently, by all accounts, it's a very diverse mix of stuff based around African-American... Um, I don't know, I'm not exactly sure what African-American, but there's a load of stuff. And, and it's, this song was about Audrey Schmaltz, who was the first uh, winner of the African-America Transit Queen competition. Oh. Okay, so I've done some great. research there, which is literally five minutes before the show. But I just, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was great. I just, I love that one minute forty nine pure punk rock. I think in uh, done with soul. Um, so yes, the what's the what you been up to this last few weeks, Joe? Oh, I've been enjoying my summer holidays. In fact, the day this uh, show goes out is the day that the producer Tom and I are back to school. So uh, yeah, but no, yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice to have a little bit of a break. Been away for a few days here and there. Been painting the house, you know. Yeah, and did you, did you bump into Miles Kane at all? No, I didn't bump into Miles Kane. I came across this on a good friend of mine, a, an avid listener of the show, uh, my pal Jordan. Um, he's a long-suffering QBR fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he he put this up on social media the other day, and I thought oh, he's got a good taste in music. Let me let me have a listen to it and. To be honest, I'm not a fan of Miles Kane. I think he sort of tried to ride the coattails of Alex Turner a bit too much. No, I um, don't know. That first album he did, his solo album, I thought was good. It come closer on and that. Yeah, Inhaler, yeah. was it? Inhaler, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is his new album, uh, One Man Band, which was released at the beginning of August. Um, I think it's actually a really good song. Uh, I managed to put out of my head the fact that it was Miles Kane and, uh, and listen to it and enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, this is Never Taking Me Alive.
Never Taking Me Alive by Miles Kane. Uh, what do you think of that, Stu? Yeah, good. Yeah, I like Miles. I think he's all right. I don't really get to hate. Billy used to bang on about him all the time and that. But uh, yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I, I like. I like the kid. I. I think he was down in Brighton recently, and he went and saw our my pal Dan in the my father's shop and that. And I don't know. I've not. I've never met him, but he seems all right to me, mate. I think you're a bit misguided in your uh, dislike. <laughs> You telling me I'm misguided about <laughs> disliking someone? Blimey! There we go, eh? Uh, up next, Stu, we've got a we've got a classic, haven't we? This is a song that is probably the only obvious song that you're going to hear on this show today. Um, it just came up on like you know they give you a random mix on Spotify, don't they? In this yeah. this Norman Cook remix uh, came up. It reminds me of being in primary school. Um, Jesus. But, <laughs> but actually, I wanted to touch on Corner Shop because they released an album called England is a Garden mm. in 2020, literally a couple of weeks before lockdown. And it was one of my albums of lockdown. It's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. And I think if you've not listened to it, you should listen to it. Uh, it's a far cry from this. But yeah, this is the timeless classic Brimful of Asher. Everybody needs a bosom for a glow. Everybody needs a bosom. Everybody needs a bosom for a 
There we go. That was Brimful of Asher, not Grimful of Asher, as I said earlier, uh, by Corner Shop. Quentin Cook Remix. Coming up next, uh, we're going to commemorate uh, a couple of passings of the last month. First being Robbie Robertson, the um, is he Canadian. Why is he Canadian or American? The band are pretty much an American rock and roll alumni. Uh, started out supporting or playing back up to a guy called Ronnie Hawkins, and then they was picked up by Dylan and supported Dylan all through uh, his moving to Electric. And some of you will know about the stories of him touring this country and being called Judas because he put down the acoustic and was now playing electric rock and roll, which a lot of the uh, folkies didn't like. And um, I think anything like that, Robbie Robertson... Uh, and his band would have stilled, you know, stilled from all that and it just became absolute. Uh, I think there was almost like five or four lead singers. They could all play different instruments. Real uh, classic. And anyone who's seen The Last Waltz will testify what a fantastic uh, catalogue of songs they had, but also the way that they just shared the music about, you know. Uh, Pretty important figure, I think. You know, but we're going to hear something off their first album, which was music for the Big Pink, and this is called Chess Fever.
chest fever. <laughs> that song. Um, God, we're a proper churchy old organ going on there, mate. <laughs> yeah, next uh, coming up next, we're going to um, commemorate uh, the memory of Sinead O'Connor. This is not one of Sinead's tracks. It's Jar Wobble. Uh, this is a massive track for me uh, back in the early 90s, Visions of You. And actually got on Saturday Kids TV with this. It's quite watching. <laughs> There's a good clip up of Jar um, talking. Jar Wobble, I can't believe it. In that way. If you've ever heard Jar speak, he's, he's a, a, a North... Well, you know, is he East? He's, I think he's East London uh, character. I think it's worth saying. He was, he was a bass player in Public Image Limited. Um, and Sinead sings backing vocals on this, which is quite haunting. And um, I really love Sinead. I thought she, because she was so, what's the word? Genuine. Genuine, full fright. I think she was a. I think she was probably a bit misunderstood. Uh, but I've, I've just, she had an amazing voice, and she was so striking when she came out in '87. With, I would have first seen her on top of the pops probably, or heard the song Mandika, and. Um, I just, I just, she was just like, uh, you know, I hate, always use the word false of nature, but she just, you know, with her short hair and that, she, and, you know, it's a very beautiful looking woman as well. And she just stood out amongst all the dross of that period, you know, her and Terence Trent Darby, I think, and um, in the pop world. And I just, uh, you know, we knew she had had problems and that. And but if you ever look, there's a um, documentary about her on Sky. And it goes into like her rise and then, you know, a, a subsequent fallout of America because she got broke really big out there. Yeah. And there's a there's a brilliant clip of I remember seeing at the time it was Bob Dylan talking about Bob Dylan again. His thirtieth anniversary concert in uh, Madison Square Garden. And I think it was a week before or a month before she'd been on Saturday Night Live and ripped up a picture of the Pope. So when she came on, the booing and uh She'd obviously said, I think the other thing as well, she refused to use the Star Spangled Banner before a gig in one of the uh, okay. regions, one of the venues that always had it for every gig. And she didn't really know the, the significance of telling them no, you know. And obviously, she yeah, found out, <laughs> yes, really found out. She was booed and booed. And whatever song she's about to do, she stopped and she's just uh, sung, she just read out a cappella war by Bob Marley. It's real stunning. And then what you see is Chris Christopherson break, helping her off the stage uh, she sort of breaks down over a you know which is a real immense sort of moment in uh, in that you know for anyone I think in anyone's career and it's sort of a career never recovered I don't think that's on Sky to say yeah it's a pretty, yeah, it's well worth watching it's mm. well put together but uh, yeah say lunch you know God love you
Bluebird by Wings, uh, the band the Beatles could have been, if you listen to Alan Partridge. Stu, we've got a live show coming up. Yeah, talking of Alan Partridge. Um, Aha! Aha! (laughs) Um, Yeah, 18th of November um, at the Water Rats in King's Cross. And we're going to be live in conversation with Nick Corbin, who's also going to play us a couple of songs. I think he'd be paying more than two for his fee. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, tickets are on sale now for £5 from wegottickets.com. Just put 
perpetual motion show in the search engine sponsored by DRC shipping which you don't have to put in the search engine but tell everyone that DRC are the shipping company for all your postal goods across the world yes and um yeah look forward to it mate um yeah, when's it? 18th of November? 18th of November. It's less than three months away, isn't it? It is indeed. It is indeed. It's less than two months by the time some of you have heard this show. No uh, no yeah. football that weekend either for Championship no. or Premiership. So It's an afternoon job, isn't it? So all doors open at 1pm and uh, yeah, come down and we'll get you involved somehow. Probably by buying us beer. Yeah, yeah, you can pay five pounds and then treat me. Yeah, um, but no, we'll you know we'll open the floor up for questions, won't we? And um... yeah, yeah, and I think I think what we'll do with that, but in the first hour especially, is we'll just we'll um, try and make it a request. So if you come in, um, we'll put a throw out and ask for a track, and if we like it, uh, we'll put it to the. Uh, put it to the test and uh <laughs> if we don't we won't if we don't we won't and if anyone's got an issue with it i suggest you take it up with joe outside <laughs> uh bluebird by wings there uh which wings as joe said uh was obviously beatles related because paul mccartney was the originator of wings with his wife linda and danny lane the former moody blue and um I thought about Band on the Run, I actually hadn't listened to the album ever, which uh, is quite shameful, really. But I listen to it. I mean, that's the beauty, I suppose, of Spotify, even the fact that it doesn't pay anyone, is that you can go and check any album out that is obviously mm. on there. And I wouldn't have bought uh, that record, really, for any reason other than I just never got round to it. But it's Would a you br- buy it now? Yeah, definitely. I'm actually going to look at, Well, I'm going to buy a second-hand vinyl copy at some point. Um, and I. I think um, it's a brilliant album. I knew I heard first heard the track 1985 off it a couple of years ago, and Tom just reminded me that only uh, Noel sent it to Weller, and he said, "Have you heard this track by Macca?" I won't do the accent, and Weller goes, "Well, of course I have." Uh, seeing as I was probably living through that period and buying Infinity Bolt, you know, being older in it, but um, he. Um, and I thought about the cover, and I didn't really check the cover out properly. I know there's a load of figures on it, and it looks like a band on the run, on actually on the run from prison, like just trying to escape out of the nick. Um, so I went through the picture uh, and saw, obviously, the three members who just said, but it's also James Coburn, the actor, famous for, well, The Great Escape is one film he's in. I can't think of anything else at the top Here of my head. Go. Is that why he's made the front cover then? Band on the Run, yeah, Great Escape? Yeah, possibly, yeah. I didn't think of that one. Well put together there, Joe. <laughs> uh, John Conto, who was a uh, world... I can't remember the weight. Was he bantamweight, lightweight? He was a top boxer of the yeah. day. Scouser. Uh, Kenny Lynch, who sort of turns up everywhere at the time. And Parkey. Michael Parkinson was in there as well. And, um, you know, so that was a week before Parkey passed. So, uh, who was the ultimate sort of uh, British interviewer, especially through his 70s and 80s? I think it was only Frost that sort of rivaled him to a degree. But he was... Um, the longevity as well of his career was yeah was, yeah and he did interview know. he was good at, I mean he was you'd actually watch him it didn't matter whether you liked the person he was interviewing or not and to be honest at times he could be quite dislikable I felt mm. because he was a tight Yorkshire's what's his name <laughs> uh, fourth right but there's nothing wrong with that I I just think I always remember the uh, Rod Arwen emu uh, I, I I always I, you know people say about Rod Olney as being entertainment I just think if you stick your hand up a glove puppet and attack people does that make it entertainment 
Maybe it does when you're a kid, but as you get older, you realise what's an absolute two-bob, what's name was. <laughs> and um, the, weirdly enough, uh, Rod came to an unsticky end. Now, do you know how Rod died? Right, Rod Old Is died. Emu right? related? Well, no, I don't think Emu was with him, but basically, Rod was watching. Well, I shouldn't laugh, right, because, you know, this it ends quite tragically, but Rod basically had problems with his satellite disc, watching Man United uh, one night, uh, in the Champions League and uh, he decided to get on the roof and fix his satellite dish and he fell off the roof and sadly passed away the next day um, you know it's I, difficult to say it's what Emu would have wanted it's from here to here <laughs> it's what he, he, and uh, I, I've got no I don't know who uh, looks after Emu now but uh, anyway <laughs> I think we better move on quickly yeah. before Rod Ole's Before we family. burn more bridges, come on, that's a brilliant link to Carleen Anderson. Yeah. Let's hear it.
of you can't guess who just sung that last song because you wouldn't expect to hear a member of Bros as part of <laughs> the Perpetual Motion show but there is a reason and what is that reason Joe? You've got a story haven't you? I've about got a story. It, about him. You met him. Yeah we met him. So but uh, so a couple of weeks ago I was out on Saturday went to this house and classics thing in Bushy and uh it was good, you know, I got into the swing of things a little bit, but I was home by half eight because my legs were tired. <laughs> Left Missy's there, he was still going going for it. And um, So I woke up the next day and it was the first game of the season. The first game of the season is always one of the most exciting games because you haven't seen your pals for three months. Full uh, of optimism. Full of optimism. <laughs> and my, um, a big friend of ours, Al, was back. He'd, he'd had a major operation earlier in the year. It was the first game back for eight months, so we was all buzzed up to see him. And... Uh, so we was down in a pub that you introduced me to, the Rose and Crown in Lower Sloan Street. It is, yeah. Um, which is obviously quite a salubrious, is that the word? Quite a, well, it's posh, isn't it? It is know? posh, yeah. And this, this pub is anything but, isn't it? It's proper old school, pool table. <laughs> Jukebox. Miserable sod behind a bar. <laughs> uh, drinks under a fiver. And it's, it's, it's just a, yeah, it's one of, it's an anomaly, basically. It's a bit of a relic, really, isn't it? Around yeah. there, this 
glorious. So, but so you know, I, I was still sort of you know I had a couple of beers and I, I can't remember what happened. And my mate said to me, Dave said to me, I think geezer out Bros just walked in. And I went, all oh, right, okay. So he walked off, and my wife, you know, she went from Wham to Bros. Um, I won't reveal the story about what happened to her at Bros Wembley gig. Nothing bad, but uh, it's anyway. So. I thought, oh, it would be nice to talk to him. Do you know what I mean? Because I talk to anyone, you know that. And uh, he came back. So he came back. He's got the hat on and all that. He's with his with his his girlfriend or his wife. Uh, I just went up and started talking. All right, mate. I'm Stuart. And he says, yeah, I'm, hello, mate. I'm Matt. And uh, I just started talking. And what I liked is that there was good 20, 25 of us in there, you know. And I've seen people who are in the spotlight or famous shy away from sort of people or not get involved because there's a group of lads there. Yeah. You know, I ain't just famous people, but people, you know, if we're going in with your missus, you sort of, you might think, oh, look, you know, and you just cut yeah, the younger, find somewhere else. Yeah. Cut the younger lads, have Chelsea shirts on, a couple of kids and that, because um, obviously we're all well-dressed and we don't have none of that, <laughs> you know. Uh, Did you have shoes on at the time? Or? No, no, I went, oh, no, I was, went barefoot, <laughs> same as sure. And, um, we just had a great, you know, just talking in general and, uh, Talking about he'd come back, he'd moved back to London and stuff, and he was talking about he was massive in Vegas. You know, he used to do a swing show, telling me he'd just done the Albert Hall and that. And um, I didn't really think too much of it. And then uh, he sort of said something about, yeah, and he wasn't with no hint of like bigging it or anything. He says, Yeah, I'm still the biggest selling British artist in, for a run of shows in Vegas, wow. selling tickets. So I thought, Yeah, that's pretty big. You yeah. know what I mean? You know. Uh, and I said, look, can I buy you a drink? You know, because him and his wife are perfectly pleasant company and that. And I bought my drink and let them play pool and stuff. And they were chatting to a couple of other lads. And we went outside. And next thing, uh, two trays of tequilas were sent out. <laughs> and um, one of the, the barmen went, uh, uh, the fellow with the hat on bought these. And we all thought, fair play. So we grabbed him out for a photo. We all had the photo with him. Uh and uh, I, you know, just he made an impression. Do you know what I mean? I come away and I thought, what a lovely fella. And I went. I thought, I've got to play a track by him. You know, he could, not everything he's done, I, I can't believe he's not. You know, he's not good. No, I, I really like this track. It sort of reminds me a little bit of something that George Michael uh, in that sort of vein. And um, Matt, you probably won't be listening. But, you know, <laughs> cheers for the drink, son. But if not, we'll see Dan Rosen. Yeah, we'll see Dan Rosen Crown yeah, later. We did, we did promise we'd get him a ticket for a game because he was good. And then he let on him his Millwall, and then the conversation went west. Um, but <laughs> no, been, fair play. Could have been worse. Yeah, fair play. And, uh, yeah, it was a pleasure, absolute pleasure to meet him. And um, which brings us to what we're going to do now is put... We've got six tracks. Um, well, we're going to play a couple of tracks, and we're going to play a mix of four tracks. I've called it the Pep in Your Step Mix. <laughs> And we're not talking Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, old Pepto-Dismal. Um, <laughs> but this is a Perpetual Motion, of course, which you are listening to. And I realise how much I'm speaking. I'm actually in a very pleasant mood this morning. Yeah, I know. Awesome. Yeah. I know what's going on. I don't know, mate, either. <laughs> I ain't at work. It's, and we're, we're normally recording a Saturday, but it's a Friday that day. And, uh, you know, all that. And job, bank holiday weekend. Your bank holiday weekend coming up, even though you'll be listening to this in September. Uh, we're, all, we're all good so yeah. yes what are we going to hear next? well uh, we're going to hear a song by uh, Bobby Womack which he wrote with uh, Wilson Pickett 
was going to say, actually, it, I think Wilson Pickett's done a version of this, hasn't he? It's a, he, re- he released it as a single, Wilson yeah, Pickett. Yeah, I know the and Wilson song. This was released on um, on Bobby Womack's album in 1969, and the name escapes me. Let me find it. Uh, Fly Me to the Moon. Yes, okay. there we go. Um, anyway, I would like to dedicate this song, uh, I'm a Midnight Mover, to my sister, her partner, Andrew, and their little baby who was born uh, a few days ago. Um, I hope he's not too much of a Midnight Mover and that you managed to get lots of sleep. Congratulations. And congratulations, yeah, let's hear it, Tom. Baby 
to the face radio. That was Brian Jackson off of This Is Brian Jackson. Um, his album released last year. That was a track called Hold On. Um, Brian Jackson, of course, who uh, worked with Gil Scott Heron to release 10 albums in eight years, which is certainly I've, some going. I thought he was one of the Jackson 5. Oh, really? No. <laughs> Well, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he played at Ronnie Scott's recently. Did he? Um, yeah, I was on all of that. I missed it, unfortunately. Um, I'd like to go back good. there. I got. Um, we was down there three years ago, Dad's 80th, and uh, the music was up to trad jazz, you know, which mm. isn't, you know, it was a bit bit too much for me and my family, I think, but the old <laughs> man loved it. Bless him. And um, But yeah, Ronnie Scott's, if you've never been, it's somewhere you have to go at least once in your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've been some. Yeah, Tom's it's a really Tom's special place, place, isn't it? Who did you see there, Tom? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Okay, that's why we don't introduce Tom too often. At the <laughs> um, Have you ever been to the club upstairs? Yeah, we did. The Spitfires played there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a gig with Stone Foundation there uh, when Spitfires first started out. And then... Uh, Mick Ginger Mick used to rent it out. He's okay. mates with Chris King. Who uh, is it? Chris King? Yeah. Uh, far, uh, his father ran the club, didn't he? With uh, with Ronnie. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, Mick. Well, then we the Spitfires done a separate gig there, but the second gig didn't go so well because people just talking all the way through it. Oh, really? Back at a jazz um, club. Yeah, Billy, heathens. Billy. Billy dug them out. It's just sound weren't great that night, but it's Damon Day's one. It was proper buzz, queue around the block and all that. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just it's rare that you get. It's good that there's still something independent in mm. Soho. You know, that ain't been yeah, taken over by a load of um, by a big chain or something. Hundred percent. Anyway, we're moving to the uh, second half of the pep in your step. Second half. Yeah, there's some bangers here, mate. I'll it tell you. It certainly is. Uh, this next one is Get Up, Get Down, Get Funky uh, by Teddy Prendergrass. Uh, it's a remix by a 17-year-old Italian kid called uh, Don Arcadio. Um, his Spotify is worth checking out, if nothing else, because of his little bio that he's written. is hilarious. Um, but a 17-year-old kid, he's released 10, 10 remixes this year. Well, wow. about thirty thousand monthly listeners or something, but but yeah, I've I've listened to this. I thought this is really good. Anyway, enough for me. Let's hear it. Get up, get down, get funky. Thank you. 
Then his people scream Ain't no need for sunlight Ain't no need for moonlight Ain't no need for street light Just burning real bright Some folks say we gon' fight Cause this here thing just ain't right 
We're back in a room. Four bangers there from uh, the last track you heard was to be 1960 Watt by Graham Gregory Porter. Uh, that was the Opalopo <laughs> <laughs> or Opalopo remix, um, which I'm definitely going to be playing out at some point. I'm actually playing Sunday uh, at Gary's Lost 80s Night. It's, I don't think it's an 80s track, is it? But uh, who cares? I live, field, it? I live dangerously. <laughs> um, and before that, Cubic by 808 State classic bit of Chicago house Can You Dance by Fast Eddie and Kenny Jason uh, before that you heard a Teddy P remix by Donna Cardio a Cardio yeah Arcadia whatever he's, yeah. whatever he's an Italian DJ yeah uh, yeah. well that I think after all that we need a bit of a calm down don't we um, Which, and uh, please can you help me to understand Joe Dwyer <laughs> Yes, the Harlem Gospel Travellers uh, featuring Aaron Fraser. And then after that, we're going to hear a track uh, by Aaron Fraser off of his debut album. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about it afterwards. Let's hear it, Tom.
That was Aaron Fraser with If I've Got It, Your Love Brought It, uh, which was off of his uh, 2021 album, Introducing, um, which is a great album. Um, I think he's a genius, Aaron Fraser. Um, he's also the drummer with Duran Jones and the Indications, um, who I saw live, oh, that's probably pushing a year ago now. Um, fantastic. And he, I think you'd struggle to find a drummer who, well, with a more distinctive voice than him, but also maybe that contributes vocally to a song as he does. Um, he sings harmonies in sort of a lot of Duran Jones stuff. I don't know, um, there's no Phil Collins. Less said about Phil Collins, the better I'd say, mate. Um, Matt Helders, maybe from the Arctic Monkeys, his sort of his harmonies were pretty, yeah. uh, pretty integral well, unique, to the Arctic yeah. Monkeys, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. And who's your mate from the band? Lee, Lee Von Helm at the band uh, is a uh, another one who's Anderson Pack. Yeah. yeah, Anderson Pack is another one. Thank you, Tom. It was a good. It was a good contribution. There. It was a good. Yeah, yeah. You can you can comment again, Tom. Well yes. done. Yeah. Maybe towards the end of the show. <laughs> uh, and yes, uh, singing drummers. Yes, maybe we should do a triple next month of drummers that sing. As long as it's not Phil Collins. No, I was only joking there. <laughs> I, do you know what though? Like in my day job, I deliver for a major online uh, supermarket company, and I have a I had a delivery the other day for a Philip Bailey. Now Philip Bailey sung "Easy Lover" with Phil Collins, big number one hit. It was all I could do not to go. She's an easy lover when he opened the door. <laughs> But I didn't. But I think I might next time. <laughs> Coming up next, Blossom Deary. I like London in the rain. We all like London in the rain, don't we? Yeah, which is a result, really, given, yeah. given the weather. Yeah, it's a bit humid. But uh, I'm not knocking it. Let's go. <laughs> I like London in the rain With my boots on
Fighting Us by Stone Foundation, featuring the vocals of Laville. Um, and we've got an event on the 7th of September at the Water Rats, me and Steve Rowland, who run Soul Deep Publishing, uh, to celebrate the release of Bass Notes, My Life and Times on the Road, with Stone Foundation by Neil Sheesby. And um, what was a collection of basic Facebook posts have been turned into a book and it actually is a very good read, a very good look at life on the road, you know, from, and it starts basically by him uh, doing a gig at the Fiddler's Elbow. Right. You imagine eight, eight of them on that stage <laughs> there. Uh, but John Bradbury turns up uh, of the specials to check them out, and they on the back of that, they get to do an arena tour with the specials, and it starts off there, and then it goes, it winds its way through all the small, back to the smaller venues, and then, uh, the connections with Weller and Graham Parker, and um, it's—I wouldn't say it's an up and down book. The ups and downs of being like on the road. It's just an honest sort of take, mm. you know. And he's a good writer, Neil. Uh, uh, but I, we've turned, or you know, we've worked with has turned it into something really, really modern, and you know, a modern take on life on the road for a band. You know, they're not kids either. You know, uh, Travelling across Europe, Japan. Um, yeah, how how so? How old were they then? You know, ballpark when when they 20, played at the Fiddler's Elbow. So Fiddler's Elbow was twenty eleven. So that's twelve years ago. So that would have made them. I think Jonesy would have been the singer. Would have been maybe late thirties, early forties. Cheese yes. would have been late, especially in his forties. You know, so to find that, I mean, the lineup around them's changed a little bit. The drummer Phil's been there all along. Uh, and I think maybe the keyboard player's been there for a chunk of it here, but um, I just, I just, I always thought it was interesting what he writes after a gig and that, because sometimes it can be a bit cutting towards promoters and stuff, um, which is good, you know. It's a, God, I mean, I could write a book of what what he was like. <laughs> I mean, I used to do the similar thing with the Spitfires from a manager's point of view, but I always sort of wary that you don't want to say too much negativity to put other people off but then after a while you just think mate so what? when I go to write I will write about it at some point some of the characters we met it uh, will be cutting it will be cutting <laughs> I, you know it's, there's a couple of people I think still need a slap you know I, I, not, you know I'm not into violence and all that but there's two or three people <laughs> that I haven't seen that deserve a, they probably deserve a dig for the liberties they took but there you go that's not about me it's about Neil so yeah tickets are on sale 15 quid uh and obviously we'll have books on sale. Then again, we got tickets. Uh, but yeah, it was about 30, 30 odd tickets left. So uh, jump on now if you're coming. But yes, Stone Foundation they're lighting us. We got the pogs next. What we have, we have. Yes. Um, I mean, there's not, there's not really much I can say about this song. I think it's, it's one of their best songs off of, off of my favourite album. But there was Rum Sodomy and the Lash. Um, I think it's quick. It's frantic and I think it sort of sums up one side of the pokes uh, this is Billy Bo- Billy's Bones Where I'm 
Billy's always wrestling now. Billy went away when I pissed him first, because he liked that bloody good fight at first. Went out away in a big khaki van to the banks of lovely Jordan. Billy's on the earns and had him on the run, but he got him in the range of a submachine gun. Got the Israelis in his sights when they're out of town, they ran like shite. Hey, Billy, son, where are you now? Don't you know that we need you now? When they're out of town, the old cat's out. Where are Billy's always wrestling now? Coming down and shouting And if I open my 
Has my fire really gone out, Joe? What do you think? I would say it hasn't yet, still. That's I'd say you're good. dwindling, but but you're not you're yeah, not out just yet. Starting to feel a bit jaded now. <laughs> talk talk yourself out. Um, yes, thirty years old, Wildwood. Uh, I thought we'd play the live tracks. It's got some kick on it. Uh, that's from Amsterdam Paradiso. Um, and Wildwood is thirty years old. The album this month, uh, which is again another blink in the eye job. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be. I've heard there's going to be some sort of re-release around it. Not sure what that entails. Uh, I know there's been some filming as well. Um, so, yeah, look forward to all that. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. Yeah. So next we've got The Coral. Yes, we have with The Sinner, uh, which is the latest song uh, released ahead of their double album release uh, on the 8th of September. Um, so this is from Sea of Mirrors, which is has been sort of billed as a bit of a uh, juxtaposition to Coral Island. Um, and, yeah, the other one, being released on the same day is called Holy Joe. Um, Coral Islands, the album that came out, was it last year or the year before? I want to say it was 21. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, Just Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. I don't miss about. I think, you know, for a band that have been going 25 plus years to still be writing songs as good as the one we're about to hear, but producing that Coral, Coral Islands a masterpiece. And I have no doubt that these albums won't be equally as good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've we'll got wait faith and see. I've got oh, faith he, in them. Well, oh, oh, I thought you said they won't be as good. No, they will be oh, as good. They will be as good. Yes. You sure? Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, good music's good music. Absolutely. Let's hear it. The Sinner. Forgive a friend. She died. 
So that was our penultimate track, Stu, The Sinner. Um, and yeah, sort of drawing this month's show to a close. Um, Two hours of fun there. Always with you, mate, always. Always, yeah. And um, thank everyone for listening, sharing uh, their thoughts, uh, getting involved. And hopefully we'll see some of you in November at the uh, Water Rats Water in Rats. King's Cross, where we do a live show with Nick Corbin. Tickets are from... We got tickets.com and just a fiver. Also, tracking back, Stone Foundation will be playing live uh, acoustically on the 7th of September for the book launch of Base Notes. Again, we got tickets.com. And uh, we're going to finish with a track that I've picked because I love Winning Time, the rise of the LA Lakers so much on Sky Atlantic. <laughs> it is one of the best things on telly, just of this year, but this is the second series. It's banging, mate. And. Uh, I wish you all farewell, and we'll speak to you soon. Hello, mate. Joe, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm good. That was good. Yeah, what have we got there? A few thank yous. Who are we thanking? A few thank yous before we go. We're going to thank DRC Shipping, our sponsors. Oh, yeah, DRC Shipping. We're thanking Tom. We're thanking Tom, the he, producer. He's made his contribution today. Valuable today, contribution he? today with Anderson Pack. And, uh, yeah, thank you to The Face Radio for putting us out, and thank you for you to listening, and we will see you next month. Aye, aye. Just desserts, it's not just the words. Some of y'all heads up in the cloud. I'ma bring y'all back to earth. It's black back to burn. Bullshit y'all talking about. Out your mouth, I'm not concerned. Cause y'all got to learn. It's y'all turned like Detroit Red. When his head had an ultra perm. The long walk I burned. Your bare heels, so throw on your boots. The game camouflage like army suits. But I can see it more clear. Cause I came with the coop in here. Ring the alarm and form the troops. Send them out into the world. Go to war on the fluke. Out of eye with the enemy you sworn to shoot. Now I'm coming.
coming at your neck, sick of hearing something wrong with me. Motherfucker, something wrong with you. When the chief just way too smart to question, the enemy, the brothers of a dark complexion. The governments of the world is shark infested. They heavy on weaponry like Shark and Heston, man. Look, it gets low, man. Till I taste the pavement Trying to stay out the pen Where we face enslavement Had a foolproof hustle Till they trace the payments I was gripping my palm Around some shitty rum Trying to find Psalm number 151 To forget what I'm old As I clutch the commode and put down the bottle And come get the gun Let's get off the chain Like Kunta Kente With a MAC-10 They want us gone Like a dollar in a crack den Suddenly subtracting Seeds and stems Mind cloudy through the weeds And phlegm Numbing my brain Off of that And the Jesus hymns If we waiting for the time To fight these is them Telling us to relax While they easy we're getting greased again The truth I write is so cold It'll freeze my pen I boots right It's a pleasure to meet you Never let they punk ass Ever defeat you They got us on the corner Wearing pleather and see-through All y'all's gold mines They want to deplete you I ain't just finna rap on the track I'm finna clap on the back And it's been stacking it at 500 years before Iceberg Ever leaned back in the lack Before they told Rosa Black in the back Before the CIA told Ricky Ross To put crack in the sack The Gil Scott traded Rapping for smack This beat alone Should get platinum plaques I'd rather see a million of us Ecstatic to scrap Cause if we bapping them back, we automatically stack. Check it out. I ain't rocking with you, so what, what you gon' do? It's my favorite mutant. I ain't rocking with you, your logic does not compute. It's my favorite mutant. Yeah. Like Chew and C, reboots of me, activating the community. Up in the bay like QEP, they suck a free. It remind me of the BK, there's love for me. But the beast got it twisted, I'll untangle it. The black mind intertwined like the ropes they used to hang us with. This my favorite shit, I came in the game with it. The way this bit that got you questioning who you banging with. Take it back to M Hotel, I go a step deeper like a poor righteous teacher with holy intellect. Killer flow for all my real niggas left and inform the failure to jig a boo that's been a death. Once again, you can feel hip hop underground, still about my guap. Gangster like fuck the cops, Talib Kweli, revolutionary MC, and that ain't about to stop. I ain't rocking with you, so what, what you gon' do? It's my favorite mutant. I ain't rocking with you, your logic does not compute. My favorite mutant. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.